Welcome to Grown and Tender. This is my podcast about finding a life partner when you're single and vibrantly over 40. I'm your host, Nadia Edwards, and I found the live from my pot in my 40s. Here I'll share some stories, some tips, and have special guests that will share their journey with you. So listen in. Welcome back to Grown and Tender. So today we're going to talk about not being able to find someone that is financially compatible. Um, so we're just going to dive into that in this episode. Tyrona is here once again with me. Hello. <laughs> so Tyrona, what do you what do you think about that? I know I get a lot of uh, comments from women, especially since the podcast has launched. And one of the thing they comp- one of the things that they complain about is not being able to find financial compatibility. Have you have you had that before? I know you have a story in your pocket. So yeah, I was dating someone for about maybe two or three months, and a group of us had decided we were gonna do a little quick group trip to Jamaica. Ah, oh, that's the best island ever. Yeah, yeah, you would say that. <laughs> but anyway, so we're getting ready to pay for the trip. And he was like, um, I'm short. Well, I look at him like, what do you mean I'm short? He's he short like his height. <laughs> I wish it was his height. He was like, I, I don't have any money. So I was like, okay, well, why not? I got to pay child support. Oh, so you don't have enough to cover any of the trip? Some of the trip? Can you at least take care of breakfast? And I was like, do I want to invest this kind of money in this dude? Really? So how so how long was the trip? Was it like a week? It was just a weekend. You know, four day, three night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we didn't know if we wanted to be with this person long enough. So, you know. We Absolutely. have to keep it to a minimum. Wow. So, so wait a minute. So you've been dating this guy for a couple of months so during that time did he like ever show that he could not pay for things like for dinner was were you always paying for dinner like or was this just a total shock that one was a total shock wow and this is a big ticket item like a a weekend trip i mean like come on you know we were talking about the trip for a while why didn't he say anything back then i don't know (laughs) so okay so i mean so what did you do so I was like, do I invest in this person? Do I pay the air and let him pay the hotel? Could he afford the hotel? Well, I had to figure out which one was the most expensive. But if he, <laughs> but if he didn't have, so if he's short, I mean, was he, sh- like how short was he? Like, was he short, like could not pay for anything, but he really wanted to go? Well, that was what we was trying to figure out. <laughs> And when we found out he couldn't, what, what do you mean, ah, that means he didn't go, huh? No. Oh, okay. So I found somebody else who could go. <laughs> so that was the end of that relationship. Definitely. That's interesting. That's very interesting. But at no time during the few months prior to that point, did he show any type of um, financial shortness? Not at all. But hey, now I'm starting to wonder, was it he was using a credit card that had a good balance? And maybe he maxed out his cards trying to show you a good time. Trying to wind and dine. (laughs) 
Maybe. That's really interesting. So you kicked him to the curb. Yeah, I, I didn't have time for that. I get you. It makes sense. Because if, if having someone who is financially secure or, as I like to say, gainfully employed um, and he's showing that he's not or he could just be just really bad at managing his finances. Which is what I started to wonder. I was a saver. I mean, yes, I like to splurge on a few things. I yeah. got a weakness for shoes and handbags, but I kind of put that in my budget. So it wasn't like I would go shopping every day and be like, oh, I want this bag, I want those shoes, da 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 I would plan it out. Yeah. Same thing you do with a trip. You kind of figure out, okay, well, I want to go to Jamaica and what are we in now, May? So you figure, you want to go in August. You kind of space your money out so that when you get to August, you have enough to take care of it. And then you need money when you get there. Oh, of course. Because, you know, you have all those little incidentals. You see this little souvenir, that little tchotchke over there that you want for someone. And you have excursions. You gotta go on it. At least one. Yeah. And then you have the restaurant. Like, you have stuff that you need cash for. You know you would bring up food, right? You know how I love food. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just don't... I don't just do the little fancy schmancy all the time because right. when you go somewhere else you want to be with the natives yeah i definitely get it um but i'm really torn right because if that was his first time because what did you say the reason was like child support child or something support. and he got hit with that and i know a lot of the men kind of get hit with that as they would say a surprise deduction um so i get it Oof. Dad, would I have kicked him to the curb? I probably would have, Tyrona. I probably would have. Because I would have been like you. Listen, you knew this trip was coming. I get that it's, it's a surprise. But, dude, don't you have, like, other savings that you can... Exactly. I like, get it. Doesn't everybody have that, oopsie, uh, I need this money for that? Apparently not. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. Um... I have a story, I think, about... So something similar. It wasn't a trip, but it was uh, going out to dinner. I know, another food food thing. But uh, we went out to dinner with this guy. Um, it had to be like, I don't know, date number three, maybe. He was good. He had some good qualities. Um, it was looking really promising. Um, but we went out to dinner this night, and you know the check comes, and he's like looking at me like, can you get can you get it this time? Because you know I, I ran up my credit card bill, so that's why I was asking you about his credit. So this this guy trying to impress me the first two dates, only two. <laughs> you know I like to eat <laughs> nice places. Um, so he kind of like maxed out his credit card, um, and now here we are, this third date at a really nice restaurant, and he could not. Um, pay for that now i could right i could afford to to pick up the bill i think it was just so a couple of things he could have mentioned it before we went out right and we could have had that discussion that would have been nice that would have been an adult thing to do you have that discussion before um but then we get there and we like order you know whatever with no type of hey not even a heads up like hey you know i'm a little short you got it just to make sure i'm good um, which would have been showing care and concern for me, which he did not do. Uh, he waited till we consumed everything, you know, added drinks to the tab, had dessert and espresso. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that was one of those times. Like, oh, excuse me, let me go to the restroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, but yeah, that was the last date for for me, and not because he couldn't pay. It's because I didn't like the way he handled it. I did not like. I did not appreciate that he was not adult enough, and he did not. Um, he wasn't honest enough up front to say he was having this financial hiccup, right? Like, tell me, tell me early. Give me the bad news early. I agree with that. And then let me decide how I want to proceed next. You know, I, I really hate it. And I know hate is a strong word, but I really hate when people try to manage my reactions or my emotions. Those are mine. I have every right to them. <laughs> yes, you do. So tell me what you got to tell me, and then I will figure out what to do next. And I mean, at the end of the, the night, the end of this whole experience, it did not end well for him because that was our last date, right? That was it for me. Because if he could do that for just a dinner, you know, what, what type of future would we have moving forward? You'd have been picking up a tab quite a bit. <sighs> yeah, probably. But then his also uh, holding back on his situation. I think that's the part I did not appreciate. Like that, that, the money part was one thing, but the part that he didn't tell me ahead of time so we could have the conversation, come up with a strategy, maybe we wouldn't have gone out to dinner. Maybe we would have done a Netflix and chill that night. Right? Uh, that would have been nice. Right. And again, that would have been showing care for me and my situation. And had he done that, maybe it would have brought us closer. But he chose a different path and I chose a different path Two. His loss. His loss. But it is it is an interesting topic about trying to find someone who is financially compatible. And you know, originally when I when I heard that term, I thought it meant that women were looking for someone or looking for a man who made, you know, substantially more than them. That's what I was thinking. Um, and then my first takeaway was, well, if you're looking, let's say, if you're a woman who's looking for a man who makes six figures or seven figures, I was like, well, if you're ma if you as a woman are not making that, or let me rephrase, you if you're making that much, like if he if you're looking for someone who's making six, then you should be making six too. And if you are already, then you will be in the environment of those six figure people. All right. Yes, you would definitely be in those same circles. Right, and then you'll be able to pick. But if you're not in that circle, <laughs> it's kind of hard for you to get, get in there. Like you have to be in that environment. And I was like, I don't understand. Are these women just looking for money? Um, but then I kind of like educated myself on what financial compatibility really meant. And that is not what it means. It does not mean that the women are looking for someone who's making substantially more. So what does it actually mean? So it actually means... Um, the criteria for financial compatibility really talks about um, like credit scores. You know, would you date someone who has a really low credit score? You know, is that a factor for you? And it may be, right? If you want to make a big purchase, if you want to purchase real estate or house, and the person that you are thinking about getting really serious with has like a, I don't know, a credit score of like 500. I don't even know if you can get a credit card with a 500 score. Um, 
and you have like you know high eight fifty nine is nine hundred like a I don't even know what the but the I, highest I is I think the high is eight fifty. So like if you're eight fifty, you know you have to think about that. Like how is that going to work? Are you going to be the front person all the time? You know how how does that play? And and what is the plan for the person who has a low credit score to get better? And why is their credit score so low? <laughs> now there are many factors on that one. Yeah, and then if it's so, we've all been there, right? We've all been there with that low credit score, but then what is the plan to make it better, to get it back up into the good category as opposed to the trash category? Well, those prepaid cards help, I heard. <laughs> um, financial compatibility also talks about, you know, knowing whether or not you're a spender or a saver and the person that you are looking to be with are they a spender or a saver because if you tyrone if you're the spender and i'm just using as an example and you leave my handbags alone <laughs> and you're looking for some and you find someone who's a saver right there's going to be conflict there because you want to spend 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 and they're like hey boo we have to save that's going to be a little friction so you kind of want to have that conversation recognize who's who's what, right? Who's a spender, who's a saver? And then have those open conversations. And hopefully his saving tactics and techniques would rub off. Or just allow you to spend more. <laughs> well, the fact that I'm saving, I can spend more. Oh my gosh. But I think it depends on the priorities of why you're saving. Yeah. But that's why the, the people have to have the conversation. I agree. And it also goes, it so really goes back into what, what are you looking for, right? So that when I talked about the guy who was not able to pay for dinner, right? He surprised me, surprise, I can't pay for dinner. Um, you know, had he been, so I, I, I value, one of my values is honesty. So he wasn't honest. You know, he didn't lie, but he kind of did. Game he, changer. Yeah, he, he was not honest about his, he was honest about how much money he had. He wasn't honest about saying, hey, I cannot afford this tonight. Um, so for me, he lied. <laughs> he probably took all month just to save up for those. How many dates you said? Two? Yeah, this was, that was date number three. You know, I don't even think that he, like, saved up. I just think, I really think that he just had poor money management skills because I'm well aware that he made a really, really good salary. He had a really good income, so he should have been able to afford um, the dinners and wooing me as he should have been doing in these early stages of the relationship. So maybe you have to figure out a way to help him out? <laughs> Why? Well, because like you said, he just had poor management skills. Sometimes, you know, you purposely leave certain things out, maybe not purposely, but unintentionally. You you make bad choices. Yeah, um, I get it. People make bad choices, but so again, it wasn't the money thing, right? Paying the bill, I was good with that. That wasn't the. That wasn't really like the 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 killer point for me right it was the fact that he did not say anything prior he did not reveal what was happening so we could have had that conversation that for me killed it 
Yeah, because you could have had that on the way to the restaurant or even before you left for the restaurant. Even when we planned the date. Like, there were, he had plenty of opportunity to say something. And for me, that one thing, it, it will travel through the relationship. Like, that, I just thought, well, well, he's kind of revealing this flaw, and I'm not willing to put up with that flaw. That, like, that for me was a deal breaker. And so I had to tap out. He just wasn't paying attention to his credit card bill. <laughs> he didn't realize, oh, I spent a thousand this month and I didn't make the payment the way I was supposed to. And, you know, he had a low credit balance on that one. You know, you know, sometimes you just have that little play card, so to speak. So you see what you're doing? You see what you're doing right there? That whole thing I, um, a lot of women tend to do. They have the facts, but then they wrote this romanticism that is happening in their brain, right? We kind of color or shade what the fact is. The fact is he wasn't honest. He's poor at money management. Those are the facts, right? But somehow you have turned this into, oh, well, maybe. Because <laughs> come on, the brother had it going on. He had good qualities. He did. His values lined up with yours. Most of them. And not for nothing, but, you know, we hate always, um, no, I don't want this one. I want that one over there. And find out that that one over there really ain't the one we need. We need the one that was right there in the first place. Yeah. But honesty is a big, is a big thing for me. And he was not honest. And for me, that was, that was a deal breaker. Hey, I just tried to help the brother. <laughs> He's not around anymore. <laughs> Oopsie. But but definitely, you know, it's interesting how you just went through that whole thing. And I, I always say that, you know, as women, we get caught up in trying to color the facts because we, again, always want to be hopeful and say, you know, like you, like you were just saying that this guy has all these other great qualities. Oh, this little flaw here. Maybe I can, you know, shade it this color of, you know, purple or pink to make it all nice and pretty. It's funny how we use those colors. Well, yeah, well, I'm trying to say in the world of feminine, feminine right? Um, but just to, 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 make him, to make him out to be what he's not. Um, and I think that when we see those signs, right, those, like for me, that was like a red flag. Um, and I just, it, 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 it it really triggered something in my soul that was like, ah, you have to let this one go. Let this one go, sis, and go look for the one that kind of checks off that honesty box for you, because he's not it. That kind of goes with, uh, what were we saying before? Something about dating the wrong type of guy? Because honesty, if that's one of your major concerns, that one you can't work around. It's always going to be a deal breaker. Right. But if it's something else that he does wrong that's maybe not so major, mm -hmm. you can work on that. Right. If it's not one of the deal breakers. Um, that he, he was not truthful. He was not forthcoming. And that, for me, just doesn't work. Doesn't work. And there no, for, so, so for me in my 40s, you know, before my 40s, I'd be like, okay. Let's see. But yeah, by the time I got to my first, like, nah, man, I don't got time for that. I don't have time to waste. No. I don't got time to waste. I already know what I want. 
this thing is not going to work for me. And then I could already see, you know, the downfall and I wasn't wasting time. I think what women should walk away from, from this episode is that early on, if there is a flaw that bothers you, don't ignore it, right? Can't ignore it. Can't ignore it. Because if you ignore it in the early stages of the relationship, it'll only get worse. It don't get worse. It'll get bigger, right? Yes. It's like having stuff in your teeth. Ooh, nobody <laughs> likes that because then you can't smile. Right. And if that person cannot be forthcoming early in a relationship about seemingly small things, then what happens for the bigger things? They definitely get worse. Definitely get worse. Thank you for joining me this week on the Grown and Tender podcast. Follow Grown and Tender on Instagram for updates or go to grownandtender.com. Oh, and every first Thursday, I'll answer listeners' questions. So send me your questions. Send it to podcast at grownandtender.com. Also, please subscribe to the show so you can catch every new episode as it drops. Listen in next Thursday.